Welcome to another episode of, I don't know, something, does it matter at this point? Okay, we're going to call it Renting a Stall at the Horstel, California. I got it right, Horstel. Um, which was a title suggested by Jeff in our Discord. Thank you, Jeff, for finally naming our podcast. That's what we're going to call it from now on. Renting a Stall at... The Horstel, California. Would you say that this name could can't can't ever? What are the lyrics to that song? <laughs> Do I'm asking you to? Famously known for name bells ring. Can you hear me? What are the lyrics to Hotel California? You can uh, check out, but you can never leave is the only one that jumps out to mind. You can so. check yes. out any time you like, but you can that's, never leave. Yes, that's yeah. what name, it is. this name um, can check out any time, but it, it will never leave. Yeah. yeah, there you go. There you go. Um, I am Tim, and with me, as always, are the people who actually know what they're talking about. Anonymous Alex and Jenna, how are y'all this week? At this point, I don't think that what you when you say that, it's actually correct. <laughs> no, it's you, not. you know more about horsey stuff than i do so okay that can be an accurate statement <laughs> so we read our heartland book sooner or later we did so, sooner or later we did <laughs> We did. Sooner, sooner or later. Yeah. Sooner or later is the title of the book. It's book number 12. <laughs> Indeed. What happened in that book, Alex? So much. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for how long this summary is going to be. So much happened, though. Like, the, there was literally like four different plot lines going on in this book. It was so much. Okay. Alex is just going to read us the book. Here's the entire book in its entirety, all 150 pages from start to finish. So it's, it's not, but anyways, <laughs> <laughs> so it starts out with Amy being exhausted and just going back to bed after her alarm goes off. And to everyone's surprise, it turns out that even though she promises that she can like show and run a horse rehabilitation center, even during the summer when she doesn't have school, it's too much for one person to take on. Who would have thunk it? Uh, however, she just keeps going with it because, like, you know, why Why bother acknowledging it's too much when you can just grind until you drop dead? So she uh, goes out to finish all these chores. She heads to this horse show where, to no one's surprise, Ashley is showing in the same division as her. And so she, like, antagonizes her. She has her run in with her. But Amy notices that before Ashley goes in for the class, she goes, oops, drops her whip, pretends like it's an accident. It's not. She also loosens the reins. And she is an amazing ride. And Amy, despite herself, is very proud of Ashley, even though we hate her and she sucks. And immediately after, she starts antagonizing Amy and being like, suck it. You're never going to ride as good as that. So then Amy's like, 
fuck it, I will. So she does. She rides better than that. And she wins the entire class and everything's great. It's wonderful. We're all happy. Amy gets the blue ribbon. Then she gets a call that Sundance is colicking. So they immediately leave the show to go back to her sad pony that is colicking. Um, And this sets up the running theme of this book, which is you can't have it all. So Amy gets home and it's a minor colic. Sundance is okay, but it brings up more doubts in Amy's mind that she can do whatever she wants. Almost immediately, she's interrupted to, like, help bring in all these ponies, and she agrees. She agrees to get the yearling, and, like, this horse just keeps trying to run ahead. She has to train it, like, you know, is her job. And, uh, like, the fifth time this horse freaks out, she almost hits it, and then she sends herself to her room to think about what she's almost done. Also, Daniel's here. He was at the show, and now he's here. This is what I'm talking about. There's, like, four plot points. Also, Daniel's here now. Uh, Daniel is working with the Grants. He hates it there because it fucking sucks. And he asks Ashley to come or Amy to come over and help him with a horse. While they're there, they see Duke, who's this eventing horse whose owner went off to college for a year. So then Val put him back into immediate work and he started acting up right after he went back into immediate work. Mystery as to why he would, of course. And uh, so now somebody stands behind him with a broom to smack him in the butt when he backs up in the cross ties and acts up. Obviously, no one likes this. Also, there's Willow. Again, another plot point. Willow's this pony that's there for rehab. She was broke by this old school dude who scared the crap out of her by, like, whipping her and sacking out and doing all sorts of shit that was too scary for this horse and, like, rushing her. And so Amy's like, okay, I will somehow help her, even though nobody can get near her. But Amy figures out that if she just, like, goes in there and the horse stops freaking out and she takes the pressure off, it works. Hey, guys, turns out removing pressure is the stimulus that trains horses. Who knew? So this horse eventually... Gets kind of chill with Amy. It's all great, except wind, apparently. Anytime it's windy, this horse is terrified. And it turns out it's windy all the time in this book because this horse freaks out multiple times because of it. Um, so Daniel comes <laughs> over that weekend. Amy lets him ride Storm. He's a great rider for Storm. This is all going great. Everybody's happy. But then it's windy again, and Willow spooks in a bag that, like, comes skinning across the ground and almost crashes into a fence and falls over and like messes herself up. And then she's like, no, Daniel, go take care of Storm. I have to take care of Willow. Again, that whole thing, like you can't have it all. A few days later, Nick comes out. That's right. Nick Hallowell's here too. It's a fucking party. And uh, he's like, I want to come see my horse. And they're like, of course, you guys remember the stupid horse that can't walk. He's back. We love him. (laughs) He's walking better. Yay. Uh, And so he comes out to see his horse while he's there, Nick meets Daniel. You can see where this is headed, right? We can all guess. Uh, so then, a few days later, Daniel calls Amy. is like, hey, I'm going to go work for Nick. He offered me a job. And Amy's like, that's great. And he's like, I'm going there tomorrow. And Amy's like, what about two weeks notice? And he's like, I got fired. And Amy's like, why? And he's like, because I threw down because Val started shooting Duke in the butt with a BB gun when he would back up in the cross ties. And Amy is like, what in the actual fuck? And then they're like, yeah. And now Val's going to sell him at auction with no papers so that he gets sold for meat. And then Amy's like, hey, I just won some money. Let me ask Lou, but can you go buy him and we'll take him in? And so they do that. And uh, they get Duke. It's all great. Val's like, hell yeah, money and I don't have to do any work. Hell yeah. Anyways. Later that in the book, in the weekend, Amy doesn't go to or heads out to a show. She feels immense guilt at leaving Willow behind. She gets to her class, kind of forgets it. But as soon as she comes out of her class and before she can do the jump off, she gets a phone call that Willow was freaked out by more wind and kicked through a wall. And so now she heads home, leaves her jump off, takes Ben out of his class too, because his class was later than hers. 
And as they get home, they find out that like Willow has actually injured herself. And then she feels immensely guilty for having left. And uh, so that's when she decides to give up showing and just keep Storm as a pleasure riding horse. But this makes Storm sad. So then Storm is all sorts of depressed every time Ben gets to go to a show and he gets to watch his friends leave and he's like crying in his stall and crying out and Amy's like, well, now he's sad. That's not fair. So she calls Daniel is like, hey, can you ride for me in shows while I still own this horse just one time just to see if it works or whatever. And he agrees. So he goes the next weekend to a show and uh while that all is going down, there's this whole other thing with Duke and Ty's working with Duke. I'm not even getting into it because, again, we're already four plot lines deep here at this point. So Amy sneaks to the show to see him and uh, he does amazing. And she sees how incredibly happy he is in the show ring and how much he lights up and how he looks like he could like jump anything or whatever. So then she's kind of having a meltdown crying, goes to leave the show without talking to anybody and Lou's like, that's rude, but clearly you're having an emotional thing. So sure, I'll go with you. But they're caught by Ben and Daniel. And they're like, okay, what's going on? Why are you so upset? And Amy's like, sell this horse. I mean, we're going to find him a great home. Don't sell him to anybody. We are going to find him a great home. But we're selling him. And everybody's shocked. Like, you can't sell Storm. This is crazy. So uh, that's all happening. She gets home. There's this whole thing with Duke and a chiropractor. They figure out it was literally just muscle soreness that was causing him to act up when they lifted up his legs because Val worked him too hard. And so literally just time and rest would fix all of his behavioral issues. And they're like, well, that was easy. Uh, And then Val shows up. She's like, hey, I want to buy Storm. And they're all like, you're an idiot. No. And she's like, let me talk to your grandpa and your sister because I have lots of money. And Amy's like, no, I get the final say. And then she sees Duke and Amy's like, do you see how much of an idiot you are? We already have another one of your horses because you're so bad at shit. And uh, then Val is upset and leaves. And uh, Amy's getting all sorts of calls to buy Storm. And finally Nick calls her and she's like, I'm so glad that you're not calling me about Storm. He's like, actually, heads up, I am. I want to buy him and I want Daniel to ride him. And uh, Amy's like, oh no, well, this is the best option, so maybe. And he's like, great, I'll pick him up tomorrow. And she's like, will you keep him forever? And he's like, no, I'm a consummate professional. I will fucking not keep him forever, but I will put a buyback clause in your contract. And Amy's like, good enough. And so this book ends with Amy crying as Storm is trailered off. She's crying into Ty's chest, but when she looks up, she sees Heartland and realizes she made the right choice. That's this book. That was a lot of ground to cover. So much happened. And I feel like I, I like fucked up so much of it and left so much out. And still there was a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like that is the most informative recap that (laughs) has happened on this show. Period. (laughs) It was just like, there was so much, like there was like four different things going on. Like I, it was a lot. I commend you because literally if it had been my book, I would have been like, Amy gets in her feels and won't get the fuck out of her own head. That's it. That's what happens. Congrats. I mean, yeah. So that's fair. You know what would have saved a lot of time on that recap? If Amy had just listened to us and went ahead and stormed to Daniel when we said to do it, which was, I think, like two books ago. Two or three books ago. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this just seems like the obvious thing to do. So, like, good on Nick Hallowell for for listening to us (laughs) and making sure that... (laughs) That's what happened. He was sitting there (laughs) in his office listening to Horse Girls, and he's like, you know what? They're fucking right. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He's like, I'm I'm just... Call him by this horse. I'm going to go hire this kid 
and then buy this horse and put them together. Boom. Magic. Mm-hmm. Can we talk about how much of an asshole Amy was this entire book? But but specifically to Ashley? Yes. Like, my <laughs> God. Oh, it must not. It's really hard to have a mother like yours. Excuse me, bitch? <laughs> I don't care who you are or who her mother is. Shut your fucking mouth right now. You know what the worst part of that was, though, was that it was loud enough that the ring steward overheard and turned around like, oh, right. what now? <laughs> <laughs> like, you were not an any part of the right right now. You have fucked up. Yeah. It, like, oh. it was so close to correct. Like, she had this moment where she's like, her life is really hard. And, like, that's where it should have kind of, like, leveled out. Like, yeah, yeah okay, you understand where she's coming from. But the fact that she took it, those further steps was like, uh. It got to the point where, like, I felt embarrassed for her. And I was like, I fucking hate doing this for fictional characters so much. (laughs) Pretty much the Amy, the Amy way, though, right? To, like, almost get there. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But then still make it about her somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Magically. I can't believe Ashley would be so mad at me for insulting her mother like that. Yeah, there was, I mean, it's always about Amy, but, like, again, once again, everybody gathered around her and took, like, Ty took on Duke completely, like, Amy, listen, this is my project, you don't have to touch it. Her grandpa doing the stalls for her on show day, Lou fully taking care of Storm with, like, untacking and, like, all that stuff, and, and she was just ungrateful. I, Very ungrateful. So fucking ungrateful. It, because she wanted to be the one to do it. Because she wanted to be the one to do everything. And that's so fucking stupid. Plus, it was probably helping Lou bond with Storm. You know, the horse yeah. that's also hers. Mm-hmm. But not anymore. No, she not, sold it. No, no not yeah. anymore. She said, I'm going to buy out your half. My For God. you. Yeah. And then she's over there, you know, punching horses. <laughs> or almost punching horses. Almost Punching horses. It cracks me up, like how hard she was on herself for almost hitting a horse with her open palm. Of course, like yeah. it wasn't. You weren't gonna hurt that horse at all, <laughs> at all. Horse, horse <laughs> would have been be like, like, "What? Is that a fly? What the fuck?" <laughs> and she's like, "I can't believe myself. I'm a terrible human person. I can't believe I was gonna do it." Like, okay, calm the fuck down. <laughs> And she was embarrassed that her grandpa was so understanding. It's like, yeah, because we've all wanted to smack a fucking horse before. Okay? Yeah. Except Tim, who hasn't been around Except a horse Tim. long enough. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when they're stubborn, you're like, ooh, I could just do it. I could just do it. <laughs> you just wait until the first time you're standing there and they come up right behind the back of your arm and bite you right Oh, my like, God. Oh. Yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> oh yeah. the memories. I hate it. No. <laughs> oh. You know, okay. So is this that something they do when they're mad at you, or is that like <laughs> not mad at you? Want a treat? <laughs> yeah. Just want to entertain themselves? Yeah, <laughs> just to be little shits. Just to be little shits for sure. This has never made me want to smack him, but my friend Shannon's horse knows. I don't know how he figured this out that I'm super ticklish. Like when he goes around <laughs> my kneecaps, and he constantly goes to my kneecaps, and I'm like, dude, nice. stop. <laughs> hilarious oh my god i figured it out but i hate it 
<laughs> That's awesome. It's a nightmare. <laughs> so I, I'm guessing that you like this book. Oh no, maybe not. Maybe not. <laughs> like, it was a it was a good book. Like yeah. I think that it was entertaining from start to finish, and like just nonstop stuff happening. But like, yeah, I ha- I don't. I don't like anyone at all in this book. Yeah. <laughs> this book was just stress from start to finish. Yeah. There was nothing cool was happening, but everything was happening. Yeah. They only mentioned Sugarfoot once, and that's how you knew that there would be tears. Yeah. It's pretty much like, that's been my week. Nothing cool has been happening, but everything's been happening. Oh, yeah. That's... That's accurate. <laughs> it is the consensus, apparently. Yep. I can't believe Val shot, like, or had her groom shoot this horse with a BB gun, though. Like, oh my god, that's too, I have, that's too far. I've heard of people doing this. Like, one of the stables near where I used to live, I've heard of them doing that, and I was just like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" That's like guaranteeing because horses i don't know if you know this tim but they will hold a fucking grudge and that is guaranteeing that they're gonna just back up right onto your foot one day or something i i don't know of many animals that i don't think would be like that's the guy that shot me i'm not a fan of him yeah weird weird how they don't enjoy being shot with pellet gun Hmm. yeah it's weird how no one enjoys that. No. <laughs> I mean, if you do, like, if that's just your thing, whatever, cool, yeah, like, awesome, cool, cool. Uh, but you're not the majority, and that's mm-hmm. fine. So, you shoot him with a BB gun. I don't know, like... D- mm. What? That cannot have the long-term effects that you're looking for uh sometimes it does it it's called behavioral conditioning uh yeah so you learn when you do the thing that that you don't that they don't want you to do you get pain so you stop doing that thing but it seems like it would lead to some sort of other problematic yeah yeah absolutely like ptsd and stuff absolutely yeah yeah Yeah. it's weird how that happens doesn't doesn't seem very forward thinking is all i'm saying no. Now let's solve this problem by creating another problem. You want the horses to rise up? This is how you get the horses to rise up. It's true. You shoot them with BB guns. Mm-hmm. And then before you know it, they're running the whole farm. Yep. That would be an improvement, I feel, on Greenbrier. Yeah, absolutely it would. Oh my god, I hate Val Grant so much. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I just love when she rolls up. To Heartland. She's like, "Mm, can I talk to your grandpa or your sister? (laughs) Like, no. I like, I love too that Amy immediately is like, I I get the final say in where he goes. And she's like, I have a lot of money. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Sorry, did you think she was raised by people like you and not herself? Like, what? You can control where he goes from here, but not where he goes after. Oh, yeah, bitch? You want to bet? I think we all know that Amy's not afraid of moms. 
<laughs> oh too, no too too soon for that one too, too soon uh, no we're 12 in this is probably <laughs> yeah this is an adequate yeah adequate amount of time yeah. <laughs> so, let me tell you a little story val grant you want to know what happened to the last mom that she to <laughs> <Yeah>. me? <laughs> sure would be a shame if a tree fell on your way home. <laughs> hmm. Don't go on any uh, scenic rides anytime soon, Val. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> it was nuts, too. Like, the, the people at Greenbrier, like, the clients at Greenbrier, how they didn't talk to the grooms or anything. That, yeah. That's so fucking Stepford weirdness. I hate it. I hate it so how could you like the person who is handling your horse for you and you have no connection with them at all? Like just no not even a thanks. How is that possible? That's I mean, that's wild. Like I can't think of a single barn where I've gone to where like I am not friends with the people that like do and like they're not tagging on my horse for me like the people that like clean the stalls and stuff and you walk in and like why would you not say hi like right yeah <laughs> they're taking so care of a wild. living being for you <laughs> yeah oh, plus I, I have so much like social anxiety too about like not saying things to people who are around me just in general that I feel like I would constantly be like, thanks, sorry, thank you, th- yep, thank you, you have a great day, yeah, you too, thanks, bye, uh, ha- eat up, yep. fantastic. Like, have a nice ride, you too. Yeah, oh, exactly. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I really say that, damn it. <laughs> 3 a.m., I said you too. So my whole existence, talking about social anxiety, about talking to people, my whole existence is walking past a person and either saying hi or not saying hi, mm. and then one second later, deciding that it was the wrong move either way oh yeah yep yeah 100 percent. yeah every time without fail how are you oh no 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 shouldn't have done that shouldn't have done that or like the one where you keep walking and it's oh i should have said hi that's why i just keep it to like the little head tilt the little semi nod yep yep have we had the conversation about the semi nod no okay my friend joel pointed this out to me and it's like 100% 100% accurate. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah. Uh, when you do the little head nod and you do it to people that you know, it's up. When you do the head nod and you do it to people you don't know, it's down. Oh, see, I feel like, like I always do it up just because I have a bad neck. So doing okay. it down hurts. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> oh, the, uh, the, the reason, like, I... Like, you know, you start noticing it and it's like, this is, this is true. Like, even I do this. Why do I do this? It's to protect your neck and like your throat area. Cause I guess people oh, that you don't know so... are more likely to like rip out your throat. Right. So you're people that you the do know. part if you know. Yeah. Them. Yeah. Yeah. Just watch people. Watch people when they Interesting. do it. I'm... Well, I'm only oh. going to be able to watch other people now because if I ever do that, which I don't ever think I did do this move, mm-hmm. but if I do now, it's going to be like, uh, uh, uh. I'm, like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to be able to do anything with my head. I'm just going to be like short circuiting, thinking like, friend or foe, up and down. <laughs> Alex I'm gonna is going to go sideways. <laughs> just... 
<laughs> what is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Oh, I'm gonna have um, to. Tr- that's. Oh, that's gonna be another one for the night at the Roxbury. Come on. Come another on. one for the mixtape there. <laughs> no. Stop making a mixtape of me. I have to train myself to to nod down now because I don't yes. want people that I don't like seeing my soft underbelly. Oh yeah, see. You don't know. They may attack. They I don't need to give vampires access. <laughs> right? Unless. Right. <laughs> unless. Unless I do. <laughs> the world's not ready for Batman vampire. Oh, Batpire! Yeah! Batpire! <laughs> Which is ironically also what we call that thing that we build when he dies and we need to burn the body. It's true, yeah. yeah. The Batpire. The Batpire. <laughs> to the Batpire. <laughs> <laughs> he just keeps it stocked and ready, just in case. I mean, he is you losing a lot of Robins, so. That's what I'm going to have instead of a funeral, like a burial plot. Just gonna have a stake in the ground. Is this before or after we do the thing with your body where we make the the Timikin? Oh, yeah. I forgot. <laughs> Damn it! Okay, disregard all the stuff about the fire. We've got other plans that I forgot about. I guess technically, when we put your let's get real gross for a second, just get this, people. <laughs> when we put your skin on the foam form, we could just burn the insides. That's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could do it all. Yeah. It's going to be a weird conversation with like the, the guy that works at the mortuary. We're going to have to go to a different country. <laughs> I think we're going like above the mortuaries. Like they, we're at a level that they can't provide service to us anymore. This yeah. is a choose your own adventure sort yeah. of thing. Yeah. We're going to have to live on a boat for a couple months um, <laughs> in international waters so that we can either do the taxidermy ourselves no 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 or find somebody (laughs) who can and will um yeah who is good wait we're wait wait are we agreeing to isolate ourselves with dead tim on a boat with a man who is willing to do human taxidermy because like i don't know it wasn't weird until you made it weird alex (laughs) wait no it no, it was weird. You're right. No, hold on. <laughs> like it was, it was all cool until we brought the the stranger willing to do human taxidermy into it. Like the rest of it's all good. I I'm feel down. like if we looked on enough TikToks, Instagram accounts, we could find somebody who's really cool and chill, and probably won't murder us. Mm. Yes, actually, honestly, just with this conversation, our TikToks are now the algorithm is already recalculating oh, to find this person. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. <laughs> We'd like to have our friend cremated, but just his insides, because we kind of need the rest of him. Hey, Tim. Don't ask any. Boy, I'm going to tan your hide. (laughs) (laughs) I just like that you thought that that was the way Jenna and I would ever present that to anyone. Yeah, as if we're both not awkward enough that we'd be going, okay, this is fucked up. We know, okay? We get it. We get it's fucked up, and I'm sorry, and it's very fucked up. But I kind of need you to stick with me on this one. Yep. Wait till the end before you say anything. And it's still gonna be fucking weird. And after all that, the guy that you are talking to, the person that you are talking to, is gonna look dead at you and say, did she just say Southern? (laughs) 
completely skip the rest of it. <laughs> this is a this is a project you've been working on. And that's how we know we found the right person to live <laughs> yeah, on a boat with us yeah. for months. Yep. <laughs> In lawless waters. <laughs> it's the Wild West. It's the no. Wild West of the ocean. There's pirates. <laughs> There's literally pirates, Tim. Yep. What are they going to do? Rob uh, the corpse from us of Tim? They will see what's going on and immediately leave. Good. <laughs> be like, sorry, wrong boat. Good. Yeah. I'll be like, you're next. <laughs> this was the last pirate. <laughs> we ate his friends. <laughs> I think it'll work, honestly. I, I truly believe that would work. Like, uh, like 100% real life, not joking right now. Honestly, if a pirate tried to board our boat and we had taxidermy Tim still curing and his organs burning in a pile, I think they'd leave. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Tim, am I allowed to take the ashes of your burnt up insides and make diamonds out of them? Yes. Okay. I think you would... It's this, the only way to go. This might complicate things with the pirates a little, though, because <laughs> yeah. they love booty. You don't want those diamonds. <laughs> yeah. And if we have booty diamonds... <laughs> oh! booty diamonds. Booty diamonds is my stripper name. No, Tim, it's not. No. <laughs> you are not allowed to have that. That literally has to be mine. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm staking my claim. <laughs> they just pick up the diamonds and everybody's like ew you don't know you don't want those diamonds like you know that was my friend's ass right yeah, yeah. Yes, those, are, those are people diamonds i'm gonna call him timmins and everybody will just think it's like a cute canadian tim hortons thing but we know the like, truth like tim beebs like tim beebs <laughs> Justin Bieber, man. Oh my god. <laughs> Get out of my donut holes. <laughs> A phrase I've often said to Justin Bieber specifically. <laughs> I love that his whole thing about that was like, I often went to Tim Hortons when growing up, and I'm like, you grew up in Atlanta. You moved here when you were 12. <laughs> Fuck off. Yep. I often went there when I was eight. I totally remember it. <laughs> I hate his hair so much. <laughs> 12, 12 year old Bieber hair, right? Yeah. I um yeah. I rocked the Beeb for so long. Like for so long. It was embarrassing, honestly, looking back. I had it before he was famous. It's fine. I'm I'm not hipstering that at all. Um Copy except a you. little Yeah, right? He was like, who's this person on MySpace? I want that haircut. Like, oh, famous Jenna. I'm famous gonna Jenna. steal her IP and her hair. Oh. Oh, baby. 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 Oh, baby. <laughs> this is oh, my Alex. famous MySpace line. Yes. Said it all the time. Of course. Of course. <laughs> went to your page you'd change the html so it just changed it played like a slightly different version of the song like he changed mm -hmm. like one chord so that it like matched yep that motherfucker yep he stole everything from you that's right this is upsetting 
freaking Canadians. <laughs> no, it no, no, just just freaking beep. <laughs> I mean, Tim, I stole your whole childhood and life and fame, so <laughs> oh, okay. and now I'm here. Well, but maybe it is a Canadian thing. <laughs> I was trying to give him the benefit of the doubt. But then Alex nope. has to roll in. Yep. It's what Canadians do. They're <laughs> just single white female people. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. <laughs> How do we get here? I don't know. I, don't I was just thinking know. the same thing. How do we get back? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> like, it started with horses and then human taxidermy and then Justin Bieber. I don't know how those... No, that's yeah. that totally makes like, sense. Yeah. <laughs> that okay. There are links between every bit of that chain. Mm-hmm. There there are links between them. I've just forgotten them. Like oh, I'm like yeah. I'm reading the Jurassic Park genome sequences before the frog DNA was spliced in. Nice. Didn't they have the little happy DNA guy? The little <laughs> Mr. Dino DNA. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we need is one drop of your blood (laughs) so the book yes where are we going from here yeah like so like where do we end i guess is what i've been thinking about Hmm. so this is a 16 year old girl uh, you think that in 12 books, there's going to be an end. Yeah, I think she's going to be like 45 right. by the time this book's... No. Okay. No, but that's what I'm wondering. Like, is it... Are we going to end with a 16-year-old girl still working at Heartland? And I know you can't answer that, and I don't want you to answer that, <laughs> but that's what I've been thinking about. Is that where we're going, or is there some big event that we're building towards? These are the things that keep me up at night. There's the big event known as life. Yeah. And the time war. There is that. Yeah, yeah that's that's what there's got to be like a... And actually, that's what I was thinking. I was like, she's going to get drafted. And she's going to have I to mean, go to war. Based on our book one ideas, I think we do already know the ending, though. That's true. Mm-hmm. That's true. Yeah. She's going to marry Alexander Graham Bell. Yes. She's got to close the loop. She's got to close the loop. She has to. The real question is, how do we go from Ty to Alexander Graham Bell? That's the story that we need to tell. Right. So there has to be a place outside of time. Right? Okay. And Alexander Graham Bell is already there. And Amy and Ty are going to go there, and Ty and Alexander Graham Bell are going to duel. There's going to be a, a great duel. Is the place outside of time inside the telephone? Oh, shit. <laughs> so, wait, we've been time traveling this whole time with our voices. We kind of have. This is the internet, though. It's, it's, it's slightly different than the telephone. If if the telephone worked through normal time means, it would take like 
36 days for a call to reach another person. Mm-hmm. And this was the problem that Alexander Graham Bell had. Mm-hmm. And so he had to basically fold time in on itself inside the phone to make this work. Yes, he wrinkled and timed it. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, he, he creased in time. So what I'm gathering from this, and I'm basing this on corded phones, is that the, the end where the cord plugs into the phone, there it's... is a wormhole. Yes. And mm-hmm. that connects to a nexus of many other wormholes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. And that's what the telephone operators used to do, is they used to swap wormhole. That's, yeah. You know <laughs> those, those uh, globes that you buy from, like, those joke stores that sell, like, dicks and stuff in the back corner? And it's, <laughs> That's a sex shop, like... Alex. Alex, the sex shop. <laughs> then why is it, like, Zoomies or whatever? <laughs> that's not the right one. I don't remember no, what it's, it's called. Spencers. Spencers. Yes. Yeah. Spencers. Yeah. <laughs> it's jokes. The joke store that sold dicks in the back. Why did Spencer's was a joke store? Is it a joke store? It's not right. No, that's a real store. But I do remember going in there when I was like thirteen and going, "Oh, I have a future ahead of me." (laughs) My God, the things I have discovered. The dicks in the back. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. But anyways, they sold those those balls that you could touch and like the, the plasma goes to your it's fingers. It's a sex shop, Alex. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but those are the insides of the telephones. Dicks and balls. Okay. No, so just the one plasma ball. Okay. The dicks and the balls are separate. <laughs> it's a different section of the store. There's telephone time travel and then there's dicks and those are the two pillars All right. that specialize <laughs> dicks <laughs> there's like a guy there was spencer and he was just sitting in his house and he's like you know what i'm tired of having to go to one place for time travel and another place for dicks somebody needs to just put him under one roof so that one stop shopping and his stoner friend ripped a fucking huge bong hit and was like oh can you put candy bikinis there too <laughs> bro black light no. posters the felt ones yeah his name was actually like something. It was like Tyler. Tyler was the guy that came up. Ty. With this. And then Ty. Yeah, Ty. Yeah. Ty did it. And then his Canadian friend Spencer was like, "Oh God, oh, that's a great idea," and he stole it because that's what Canadians do. That's why Ty and Alexander Graham Bell are dueling. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> because Alexander Graham Bell, famously shortened to Spencer, <laughs> stole the idea. Yeah. Exactly. He invented the telephone and then the dick store. Yeah. 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 The joke dick store. The joke dick store. I swear there was like a lot of joke gag stuff in there. Whoopee cushions and such. Like like candy dicks and dick ice molds and Yeah. 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 Like bachelorette party fair. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like funny t shirts or whatever. With dicks. With dicks. I don't know. Yeah. And, and fuzzy handcuffs. Balls. Yeah. And fuzzy handcuffs. The plasma balls. Yeah. <laughs> and 
In one ill-fated Animorphs book, a robot worth billions of dollars that they said could chop and slice. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my goodness. No. <laughs> what didn't they have, really, at the end of the day? Now forever in that Animorphs book, if I ever go back to it, that robot's going to be standing in front of a bunch of dicks. Absolutely. Somebody get Chris yep. Grine on the phone right now. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. <laughs> Can we just clip it and send it to him and be like, listen, you don't have to listen to this. But there's some ideas. <laughs> just in case. Just in case. Just remember when you draw Spencer's, it is Alexander Graham Bell's store stolen from Ty. <laughs> There's dicks and time travel in it. And he's going to be like, you know what? I think they're right, though. <laughs> Poor feller. Please, please don't asshole Chris crying about this. So I listened to this podcast that was supposed to be about horses and they was talking about time traveling dicks. Chris, I've talked to Chris. He doesn't sound like that. <laughs> That was my episodes with him. That was my yeah. average Joe. That wasn't my Chris. Okay. My average Joe okay. who listens to this podcast. Acceptable. Oh, okay. So Steve, okay. you got it. Okay, okay, great. Steve, that was your Steve. <laughs> it's a much better Steve than it is a Chris. That's true. Yeah. That is very true. I thought you were trying to say this was Chris, that we sent him this, well, just me, <laughs> sent him this podcast out of the blue, because you guys are much, much better friends than, than I am, so I think I should send it to him, and be like, listen, Spencer's theory, I think this is it, but I'll just clip that part from him, I won't make him listen to, like, the recap, that's too much, <laughs> that's where I draw the line, it is too far at the recap. I think he needs to hear about the, the human taxidermy, too, though. <laughs> Oh my gosh. We need to share. Oh gosh. He's really going to just block us everywhere. <laughs> block yeah, our numbers. Absolutely. Block us on every social media. Absolutely. Block us from being able to access any website with his name on it. <laughs> Cease and desist and restraining order. Definitely that. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe he likes it. <laughs> The the dicks at Spencer's. <laughs> that right? That's yeah. what you're talking about. Not us well, harassing yeah. him, but <laughs> maybe he thinks Spencer's is a great store. Maybe it's his favorite store. Did we ask this? No. It used to be his favorite store. Till he listened to this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry we ruined Spencer's for you. <laughs> oh. Is Spencer still around? Is that still a thing yeah. or is that gone? No they, yeah, it is. Yep. It's still, still a, thing. a thing. Yeah. Yeah. Now they sell and those tie. cool shirts. It's like my first possession. Um, and it's like little demon children. It's, it's pretty great. <laughs> I, I love those shirts. Oh, I thought it was like a... Okay. I'm so sorry. This is so dumb. I thought you said my first possession. It was just a place where you could insert like a picture, drawing, writing of the first thing you owned. And I'm like, why would you immortalize that on a t-shirt? Because the first thing I owned was one of those dicks from Spencer's. <laughs> okay. Well, we got to get the shirt for you now. My first possession. The first thing I owned. 
<laughs> was a dick from Spencer's. Oh my god. Makes sense. <laughs> Checks out. Okay, wait. When when they were Christmas shopping, however many books ago that was now, did they go to Spencer's? <laughs> I did I I feel like I remember her mentioning this. I'm gonna have to go look through my books now. You know she bought them dicks. <laughs> no, she she was probably the type of kid that like went to the back and like couldn't look at the back corner. It's just like, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god, oh my god. Yeah. I'm gonna get in trouble for even being in here. I hate those kids. Ah, uh, but I was kind of that kid for a while. <laughs> I mean, for a until while. somebody gave you a Spencer dick. No, no, nobody gives it to you. You have to get Nobody. it for yourself, Tim. <laughs> you have you to have steal to, it, you Tim. Have to, you have to earn your own Spencer dick. That's right. No, you have to steal it, not <laughs> earn it. Well, I mean, that's earning it in a way. I guess that's true. You, you put, put in the put work. In the crime. Yeah. So if you want to be a real horse girl, go steal a Spencer dick. Nope. Don't, don't do, do that. that. Don't do that. Don't do don't that. Do that. <laughs> I'm sorry. My lawyer just walked in the door and they said, uh, don't do that. And definitely don't say the horse girl said to do it. Never. Don't do that. I'm telling you. We... I'm extremely litigious. If you do it, I will sue. <laughs> the description for this episode is just going to be a disclaimer that if you listen to this podcast, you cannot do any of the actions described within this mm. podcast. Yes. Correct. So you click play. You agreed to this. Yeah. What's some lawyer talk? Ex post facto. You agreed to it. Yeah. yeah. Lorem ipsum. Yeah. <laughs> fucking ad hoc post proctor hoc. Whatever the fuck it means. Yeah. No straw man arguments here. <laughs> we know law terms in Latin. They should know that we know Latin because of our pronunciation of Calliope. That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's Greek, but that's right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, hang on. At this point in the podcast, Tim, I believe you have a story to tell about this. Oh. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> so we were doing a, a virtual escape room, and it was several people that I know, including Alex. And I was making fun of Alex because Alex talked funny. Uh, at which point I wrote Calliope on a piece of paper and shared it with my friends and I was like does anybody else know how to pronounce this word the first sound that somebody uttered was Calliope and I was like I just put the pad down and I'm like I don't want to play anymore I'm done I'm done with this and then she followed it up with because the word looks like cantaloupe and I was like there are two of you how is this possible (laughs) oh my god it's like this has gone so far away from how I thought it should go Tim thought everybody was gonna jump on board with making fun of me and it turns out no (laughs) so speaking of pronouncing things no that's not a good one Anyway, I got a word that I need somebody to teach me what it means. Uh, 
in this book was the word yearling. Did I say that right? Year yes. Yearling. Okay. What is a yearling? Yerkling. A yerkling? <laughs> a yerkling. What is a, what is a yerkling? <laughs> junior junior so, yerkling. Ever since clipped i just kind of i want to start doing this thing where you tell us what you think it means first um it's a horse that's going to hogwarts and it's in its first year i mean okay close enough a baby a baby horse yearling like, it has something to do with the age of the horse, I would think, right? Yeah. Yeah, so, like a toddler horse? A toddler horse. A toddler horse. Pretty much, yeah. Does that, <laughs> did, yeah. did I get yeah. it? Did I get there? Yeah. Okay, what is the actual definition of a yearling? So, I mean, yeah, that's pretty much it. You, you got it. It's like, older, it's a year or older-ish. Yeah. 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 Not not a pretty tiny baby. But Which would be not a, a big grown foal, horse. Yeah. Right? A full yeah. baby horse. And so it's it is a horse toddler. Yeah. Yeah. A hodler, if you will. <laughs> Aww. And I definitely will. I will. You're gonna go hodler and not hordler? Fourth. Hordler. No, I I mean hodler sounds more appropriate, but I don't know why or how. <laughs> It's like just a gut feel. Because I feel like, I mean, if it likes to steal things from you, not steal things, if it likes to just keep things in its stall all the time and won't let you get rid of anything, then it can be a hordler. Like Spencer Dicks? Yeah, a bunch of of Spencer Spencer Dicks. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, that's, and then they have to go on that show, Hordlers, where they remove all the dicks from the stall. Yeah. My favorite show, (laughs) though, is the Hordlers and Tiaras one, where they do shows, (laughs) but they also have to remove things from the stall. Yep. Yeah, it really adds some depth. I think every time you pull a dick out of the stall, the horse is like, "No, I'm going to use that." I <laughs> no, you're literally not. Yeah, it's a Spencer dick. You're not going to do anything with a Spencer dick. You don't even have tums. You don't. Even, you don't have little tums. You don't have tums. You just kind of bat it around with your hooves. Knock it all over the place. I can just imagine. Okay, we're going to place here. I'm sorry. Welcome. Um, again, if you want to, you can just skip. It's fine. Um, this was never going to be a show for kids, so I don't know what you were thinking. Welcome to my brain. Uh, I can just imagine you have one of the ones with a suction cup stuck to the wall, and the horse is just sitting yes. there batting it with its hoof. Going, <laughs> Maybe you put like a whole roll of them on the wall. That's so you where we, should, we should just make <laughs> like door stops. <laughs> that you, you know, you just unscrew the regular door stop and put a Spencer dick uh, in there, like a cat with a door stop. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, I don't know. You just. Put it on the ground in front of the door. Like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. well, it's the same thing. We just buy them from Spencer, sell them for more money. Yeah. You only want the door to open so far? Oh, Suction cup right there. Yes. Yep. 
<laughs> it's got a little give, so like you're not gonna just slam the door into it, right? But right. still, it's a firm. gentle hit. But... Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's got enough girth that you're just not gonna push it over. Absolutely. <laughs> I did. Yeah. Do we have any? Do we have any horse snooze? I like girth. I'm <laughs> yes, sorry. Yes. I always It's a great word. I always think that it's like, oh, I'm gonna say something off the wall and then we're gonna and then I just get like shown up. <laughs> like, oh I gotta get out of here real quick. Tim's like, please get me out of this space. I don't wanna play anymore. This sandbox I mean... is filthy and I'm done. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> um yeah, I horse news is just of not anything super cool, but a follow-up to previous stuff that we've talked about, and that Charlotte Dujardin is back riding Geo, the horse that she rode at the Olympics, but then sold, but she might continue to ride him in competitions. And literally, that was the news article. She might continue to ride him. And I was like, gotta tell Tim, I know this is the couple that he's the most invested in. <laughs> was Geo the side hoe? Yeah. Okay, yeah, Gio okay. Was the side hoe. Um, so... Mm-hmm. She sold Geo. Yes. But she's still going to ride Geo? That's what it sounds like. Maybe. That, well, that sounds like kind of a winning deal, right? Maybe. It's like, I'm going to sell my car. I, I'll sell you my car. I'm still going to drive it, though. But, like, the only difference being that, like, if your car was driven <laughs> by, like, it would be, like, I don't even know a really good race car driver. But, like, basically, the horse isn't going to lose value because, it's like, oh, Geo showed at the Olympics but have been riding with this, like, whoever the, this person is for the past several years. It's like, Charlotte's still riding. Sell that horse for more money. Like, yeah, okay. it keeps the value up. And the training, too, I would guess. I mean, I don't know that for sure. Yeah. I don't know this lady who bought him's level of anything. So <laughs> I can't say that for sure. But, you know, big Charlotte's a big name, so. Okay. We will. That's all the news. It's <laughs> so a so, slow week. <laughs> hold on, I, I'm trying to like, Amy let Daniel. No, it doesn't really parallel, does it? I mean, kind of. Like it's a similar situation, but it would be like if Amy was kind of unknown, which I guess she might be in the jumper world, and Daniel Daniel was like a really big name. Like, it would be like saying Nick Hallowell, who is a big name, is riding this horse. His value is increasing because of who's riding gotcha. as opposed to Amy. No, that makes sense. Yeah. I'm going to yeah. have to get, like, constant updates on this one. I'm working on it. I'm going to have to... <laughs> I, I... Yeah. yeah. Just, just go sign up for the Twitter notifications. It's just weird to me that it has nothing to do yeah. with the horse. That's why the value is going up. Like, it is the rider. And, yeah. I mean, okay. She's she's really good. But the horse yep. is so doing the So, if you thing. had... If somebody gave you a Spencer dick, you'd be yeah. like, okay, I have this, like, 395 Spencer dick. Right. If somebody gave you a Spencer dick that was owned by no. a famous person. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> I, I don't want like to where hear that's going where Tim plays at all. No, 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 no. I have it's... thought of so many terrible, <laughs> no, terrible no, no, no. 
insertions here. No, 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 said. no, 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 no. <laughs> We'll say that it's still packaged. It's brand new, right? But maybe it's... Well, of course it is. It's just yeah. Where are we paralleling with the rider being the one to improve it, Tim? I'm just saying that if somebody... If it yeah. was a packaged Spencer dick... Uh-huh. I don't like the word packaged either. Um, if it was a, a sealed Spencer dick... None of these yeah. work. Uh, or if it was a sealed Spencer dick that was owned by Alexander Graham Bell... You'd be like, well, that one's worth at least like 10 bucks more than the regular Spencer dick, right? How do you prove that it was owned by Alexander Graham Bell? I guess I don't, but it's got his autograph on it. <laughs> You've got a proof yes, of purchase. One of those... A photo of him buying it and shoving it into his coat it's at got dispensers. A certificate of authenticity. <laughs> That's right. It's got its pedigree papers <laughs> with it in box unopened i don't know how they knew that he was going oh time never mind i was gonna say i didn't know how they knew he was going to buy it but time travel so i'm gonna sell this spencer dick without papers it's gonna go straight to a kill buyer (laughs) yeah that's gonna be glue sir (laughs) i don't even like that i said that All right, let's play this game. Let's let's do this. <laughs> Just way to toss it to Jenna. All yeah. right, we've ruined it. I know. So now it's <laughs> you your already turn. Try, try and fix it, Jenna. I had no hand in ruining that one at all. <laughs> let me tell you. All righty. <laughs> oh God. So for this this installment of. Whatever the fuck I call this game show. It's a bunch of letters. It is a bunch. Bu- yeah. I yeah, I said it literally one time and then just wrote down the letters and I was like, that's good enough. I don't yep. need to know what they stand for. Agreed. I don't know what they stand for, so <laughs> No idea. I'm sure if I go back and listen to like episode six, I'll figure it out, but if that's actually the episode, oh now I have to go find out. Anyway, our first horse, I, I'll tell you that one of these is a historical horse, one of them is a horse in literature, and one is a race horse, just to get your minds in that in that okay. that good good it's, place. It's not gonna it's not gonna do anything for my mind, but I will keep trying. Okay. <laughs> this first horse was a champion American thoroughbred racehorse who became the 10th winner of the American Triple Crown. American Pharaoh. No. Fuck. Um, 10th winner of the Triple Crown. Hmm. We already said Secretariat, right? Like, I feel like there are like horse names times. in my head until Jenna asked me a question and then they just fall right oh out my, my ear. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, ADHD sucks. Yeah. <laughs> the um, tenth winner of the Triple Crown would have been recent dish. Masrula. Um, yeah, that's why I immediately went to American Pharaoh. And yeah. then I couldn't remember if he was a Triple Crown winner or just, like, a projected Triple Crown winner. And then I just threw it out there anyways. Because, like, you know, it can't hurt. I can't say anything worse than you know, the guy from Moana instead of Caligula. So I feel very <laughs> safe, honestly, throwing out whatever at this point. Um, hmm. 
funny side, he wasn't a triple crown winner, was he? No, funny side wasn't. He just... No. Uh, I feel like this was just a couple of years ago. Like, not that long ago. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. This horse was the 1977, the year he won the Triple Crown. Yeah, no. Horse of the Year and champion at ages two, three, and four. See, now it's just back to Secretariat. Like, now it's just Secretariat again. But wasn't Secretariat before that? No. Was it? Okay. (laughs) When I said it earlier, still no. Yeah. (laughs) Um, No, that, yeah. Bold Ruler? Damn it. So, I never have my cup here that tells me all the winners. Instead, I'm like, let's drink from this jar instead <laughs> of the cup with the thoroughbred answers on it. American Pharaoh was a good guess, though. Too recent, though. It was, but it was still a good guess. Compared <laughs> to a lot of the garbage that we throw out, that was a good one. <laughs> Tim and I are just, like, talking ourselves up now to make ourselves <laughs> feel better. Listen, <laughs> these were some good guesses. None of them were right, but I feel like we did good work here today. <laughs> when was when was Man of War? Did we already do that one? That was already a horse, yeah. wasn't it? I don't know. I don't know anymore. <laughs> just love not telling you guys and letting you... <laughs> dick around it it makes me very happy <laughs> spencer's dicking around it just, <laughs> yep. sponsored by spencer's i guess now this <laughs> they're gonna send us a cease and desist <laughs> i hope so i'm gonna frame oh that. man yeah absolutely it's going on the wall it's a cease and to dick um <laughs> dick-sist. dick-sist. dicks no oh no <laughs> You should get that looked at, Spencer's. <laughs> yep. That could be a problem, like a bad one. <laughs> okay, we need another clue. Yeah. All right. Um, Joe Hirsch of the Daily Racing Forum wrote of Seattle. Oh, Seattle yeah. Slough. Great. Oh, <laughs> Jenna wins. Jenna gets a point. <laughs> I got a point. I have, I'm on the board. <laughs> Jenna, you did it. That was dumb. You won it. You won, Jenna. That was that was dumb. That was so dumb. Sucks because I I I had heard that one. I knew that horse's name. But it's gonna be great because now every tweet Jenna has to write one point for Jenna on there. (laughs) (laughs) Oh fuck. Cool, horse number two. <laughs> Since I get that point. Yes. I get a shame point. It's not. Alrighty. Um, this horse was imported to France from Egypt following the Battle of Abukir in 1799 as a six year old. From France, from Egypt to France? Yes. Was it an Arabian? Yes wild guess um okay aladdin your guess is, is aladdin like, prince was, ali fabulousy ali ababa was that you know what it was is that does that come from the arabian nights thing that what is it thousand and one arabian nights 
that was what made that come in my head. I don't know if those two have anything to do with each other. Like okay. the song? I don't know. I don't no, know. The, the the story. Yeah. That predates the Disney. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, well, the reason I thought they might have been connected in your head, because they do play that song in the Disney Aladdin. That so might I, be. I Maybe. thought that's why that was happening. That might be the reason that they're connected in my head. Okay. I don't know how stuff gets connected in my head sometimes. <laughs> I just know that it is. Did you know that more often than not, um, Arabian Nights are hotter than hot in lots of good ways? <laughs> that is a, it's, it's, that's a literal lyric from that song. And I'm like, Disney? <laughs> Disney? <laughs> Disney? They wrote that when they wrote in Spencer's. <laughs> when they were in the dick section. <laughs> as often they went. Yeah. Anyway. It's where they go for inspiration. Yeah. Okay. Like, you know, they they show you the ones where they're like with the deer and the lions and like in the studio. What they don't show you. <laughs> Spencer's. Yeah. Alrighty. <laughs> this horse was wounded eight times in his career. And carried a certain emperor in the Battle of Austerlitz, Battle of Jena Auerstedt. Sure, I can say these words. Yeah. Battle of Wagram and the Battle of Waterloo. Okay, so this is Napoleon's horse. Yes, this is Napoleon's horse. Napoleon's horse was named. God, I wish Temeraire was not a series about Napoleon's dragon, because then I would know his horse's name. <laughs> I will say that um, this horse was named after a famous battle. Waterloo. No. The horse. It's not any of the ones that I just mentioned. <laughs> it's a different Waterloo, famous horse. battle. I just, I just said it because of Bill and Ted, and that is the only reason why. <laughs> I know you just said it, but it's it was a, really because of Bill and Ted. It's a water park. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, a famous. I don't know. Thermopylae. No. Dunkirk. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I I don't think I heard that. Yeah, I definitely... Can you repeat what you just said? Hold on. The famous battle that Napoleon yep. was yeah. a part of yep. was the battle of... That, that is what I heard. That is... That is are you, I, okay, hold on. So, oh, all right. When yep. I went and saw the second... And by second, I mean eighth. Ninth, tenth, whatever the fuck Star Wars movie it was, uh -huh. um, I fell asleep because I was sick. Yeah. Um, I fell asleep, and then when I woke up, I was like, "Did I dream that there were cat horses, or was that actually in it?" Now this is a similar situation that's happening. I think I fell asleep. Um, did I dream that you said that Na Napoleon was yes. at the Battle yeah. of, of Dunkirk? Dunkirk. Yeah. Dun Dunkirk. Did did you specify that it was a battle Napoleon was at? Because I just started naming battles. <laughs> oh, see, all right, now I see where that came from. All right, cool, cool, cool. It was cool, a whole cool. telephone time shifty thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just started picking battles. 
It All right. Was, yeah. Well, you you once. picked the wrong battle. I usually do. <laughs> it was. Oh, let's see. Was it a battle that Napoleon was a part of that the horse was named after? Because that seems kind of. Because you're going to guess D Day next. <laughs> Little Bighorn. Um, I will say that the French forces under under the rule of Napoleon Bonaparte was a part of this battle. Yes, it was. It was fought in the city of Alessandria in Piedmont, Italy. If that helps you at all, no. Well, <laughs> fuck. <laughs> And during that battle, this horse actually uh, carried his rider safely and and did not get him killed. I'm just thinking how an Italian army is just a battalion for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> It was a battle fought in the city of Alessandria in Italy. Please, Tim, get it right. Please, for us. This horse fled with um, Napoleon's 52 other stud horses um, when when the place that they were at was raided in 1812 by the Russians in Moscow. Um, but it was captured at the Battle of Waterloo. No. Okay. Do you, do we want to no do guesses. the thing? Do we want to do the thing where we Google it and the Google fastest it? person? No, 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 on, no, Tim. no. Can you, can you give me some sort of clue that might get me the word as opposed to Googling it? Oh God, no. I don't know no. how I would do that. Okay. Hold on. What letter does it start with? M. Oh. M, Mesopotamia. The, no, M. Okay. <laughs> Montague. No. <laughs> Monsieur Horse. Monsieur. Uh, there is a county named this in Alabama, and I know that because I just Googled it. Montrose. No. Monroe. No. Mobile. That's not no, a county. That's a city. That's a city. Montgomery. That's also Montgomery. a city. Montgomery. No, I don't know any battles fought in Italy, I don't think. All right. Okay. We... I won this one too. Yeah. Jenna won. <laughs> no, we're not oh, doing that. Jenna's okay. not having two pity points. Okay. Are we doing the Google thing? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. No. I'm going to say, I'm going to say when to go. Okay. Okay. Tim, are you ready? Yeah. And go. Marengo. Hey. Marengo. Yeah, no. Mm -mm. Nice job, Alex. Thank you. You are fast Google. (laughs) With one and a half hands. I think Dunkirk was pretty close. <laughs> mm, absolutely. Yes. That is. Can we 
add in phoning a friend where we all get Jeff's number. I'll give it to you guys, but I won't tell him that I gave it to you. And then we call him and see who he picks up for and then see if he can answer the question. That would be awesome, actually. I would love that. He would be so less mad at us when he has to listen to us later. <laughs> and letting go. Okay. What's the third All right. One? Are you ready for horse number three? Yeah, Clearly this is, we're not. This is the literature horse. <laughs> oh, Tim, you can get this one. Yeah. This horse was a descendant of Valorof and a chieftain of the race of long-lived Maris. Hang on. Can you say the second part again? And a and a chieftain of of the race of long-lived Mara. I, I could be like, mispronouncing. So like Mara's Mara's. Mara's Mara. <gasps> Fuck Alex. That's all it took. Yeah. Holy shit! <laughs> I just want to make sure I heard that word right because yeah. I'm like, wait a second. <laughs> of course, it had to be a Lord of the Rings horse. Listen. <laughs> Listen. I put a war horse in here for you. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> and a race horse that I didn't think anybody was going to get. And then I did it. You did it. Dad. I got it. You got it. You <laughs> nailed it. <laughs> uh, oh, man. I'm going to I'm going to create like a very, very long document of horses. For studying. Yes. Yeah. I'm in. Nice. I don't know if I'm that... studying them as well, but I will I will <laughs> try. Maybe I should just like watch history documentaries like once in a while. Like get an education. <laughs> Here's what I do is I find documentaries of horses and I put them on while I'm asleep. Does it work? And and then if somebody asks a question, like if I just overhear something, somebody's talking about something and I know the answer, I'm like, I say it. And then I'm like, how do I know it? <laughs> I've never discussed or looked this up before. Yeah. I do that with a lot of things like like war documentaries and geography and stuff. Anything David Attenborough says, it yeah, just pops okay. into my brain and David Attenborough's vo- voice which I can't do, but I always imagine Dennis doing David Attenborough at this point. Not in the Spencer's way. <laughs> Felt the need to clarify that after this episode. <laughs> Congratulations, Alex. Congratulations, <laughs> Jenna. Welcome you. to your first Oh, no, point. we're not. No, no. It's. No, we're not doing it's, that. It's I just excellent. L- I lost to both of you this time. Yeah. Technically, was... no. Technically, I said Seat. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, it, it's it's Alex's point because Alex was the first one to say it. Correct. You mm-hmm. did say the name. Mm-hmm. Boom, marking me off. Alex swept. I was gonna say okay. that. you're you're. If we did give Jenna one point, the one would have to be in the shape of a Spencer dick. <laughs> okay. Can I do that on Twitter? Do I, I, I don't know. Do I don't know. It's just an eggplant. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I'll tell you what. You can have 0.5 and I'll take 0.5. Hell yeah. So you're going to get half so an eggplant? even sadder. 
I like that. Well, no, I like that because you said the first half the name and then I said the second half the name. So it was a combined effort. (laughs) (laughs) We did it. Nice. Good job. Us. (laughs) Yeah. Teamwork. We did it. (laughs) Man, you got Shadow Facts way faster than I thought was going to happen. You know too much about Lord of the Rings. Right. I am scared of you. Right. I, I, like, it lasts so in the past few years, but I, like, know, I, I used to just, like, be this huge Lord of the Rings fan. Like, that was my favorite thing. Casey and I used to watch the extended editions, like, every weekend, and then, like, I would go and, like, read the extra, like, here's how to speak Elvish, and, like, so, like, here's the difference between Sindarin and Kenyon, and, like, all that kind of stuff, and, like, I, I got way too into it. I still follow, like, Lord of the Rings fact accounts and everything. So as soon as you said Maris, I was like, wait, okay, we're talking about Lord of the Rings. So, like, in my head, I'm like, okay, this is going to be, like, Stephen King again, something I don't know shit about. And then I was like, wait, <laughs> wait, hold up. I know this one. So anyways, that's that was the journey. That's how I got there in the end. Nice. Sorry. Don't, hey, hey, don't you ever be sorry about knowing Lord of the Rings stuff. <laughs> ever. You be right. proud. I'll try. <laughs> oh, man. Speaking of being proud, should we talk about some metal fucking horses? Oh, yes. we should absolutely talk about some metal fucking horses. What? What? <laughs> we we have only one left in our current stable. We do. Um, I'm pretty proud of that fact. Even though I didn't do it. So... <laughs> <laughs> what? I am proud for the people who bought it. How about that? I'm proud yeah, for there them. There you go. There you go. Okay. <laughs> Cuz they did it. I didn't I didn't do it. You're still a part of the team though, right? Yeah. You get to say we. Okay. Right. I mean, we yeah. are taking up stall rent in our own <laughs> horse stable. Oh, Absolutely. No. We are aiming the hell out of this with our three horses. <laughs> Are we all going to have to individually come to the conclusion that we have to sell our metal horses? Oh I'm, my god, no. I would never. I am... That's big, what you say now. Martingale cannot go. <laughs> I'm going to have to find someone named Nick to buy my horse, but then <gasps> he'll have to give it to someone named Daniel. Yeah, that's the only that's way. That's the only way that it could go. Yeah. When Who? this blows up and we get a Nick and a Daniel, yeah. we are, are going to have to make some hard choices. Here we are. Yeah. Well, Tim is. Tim is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Since we don't have a Nick and a Daniel, who do we have in our stable, Alex? I'm going to make you say it in the metal voice. <laughs> the people or the... The, the people, now, yes. <laughs> I want it... Okay, let's make this clear. Okay. In, in, in the copy for the tier, it says we might do it in a metal voice. <laughs> it doesn't say we will. <laughs> if you're not feeling it today... You don't have to do a grumble. It's fine. There's no way that Alex is not feeling it today. Yeah, I absolutely like. <laughs> yeah. There's no way I can say a metal horse. Like, she like spinal. T- her dial is turned up to eleven at all times. I mean, I'm at a ten, but then it's like you immediately get it's like hot lava cheerio or spaghettios, <laughs> and I'm like immediately eleven. Yeah. yeah. 
big thick martingale. <laughs> I know mine, Moose Jaw McGraw. <laughs> What are what are the other ones though? Because Tim, I've already forgotten yours. I've given up entirely on your horse somehow. What? I don't. I don't His even know is, what happened. Oh my god! It's Beta Ray Philly. <laughs> that's right. Because then I always get caught up in how to spell Philly, and yeah. that's why I forget Tim's horse's name because I am so caught up in the Philly part of it. So who we, else do we have? We have Nate, Phil, Steve. Yeah. So and and has 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 Scott named his horse yet? Well, no, he hasn't named it, but neither is Steve, and that's fine. Well, what are you, what are they waiting on? Uh, I can't they're new. Wait, they're, they're, new. they're new. here. I cannot wait to hear Steve's name. Oh God, I'm almost terrified. In a fun way. Apples. <laughs> just, just apples. Yeah. Apples, no carrots. Vegetables only. Because <laughs> they're both fruits. But that sounds weird when you say fruits. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. What? Yeah. What did you just say to me? <laughs> Did you just say that a carrot is a fruit? Wait a second. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Can we get into this a little bit? Because vegetables are technically not actually a classification. It's only chefs use it to distinguish what types of foods in the kitchens. But it is not actually technically an identification. Yeah, but a carrot's not a fruiting body of a plant. It's a root. It's not. It's not. But I just had to tell you that vegetable fact that they don't exist. It's true. only in our minds. It's true. Much like yeah. Steve's so, horse's name. <laughs> so if a child is still listening, stop. Don't. Why are you doing this? Don't do this. Don't be these people. What are you doing? Uh, yeah. Next time your mom tells you to eat your vegetables, just be like, I can't. They don't can't. exist. They don't exist. They don't. And, and you're out scot-free. That's right. Then you can eat as many cookies as you want. And then just yell, I'm Miracle Man, and throw a big thing of ninja dust at the ground. (laughs) And you'll probably go to a psych ward for a while. It's going to be fine. You're going to meet really interesting people. That think they're zebras. That think they're zebras. Yeah. Yeah. Your doctor's going to be great, though. Yeah, this is just the directions to find us. No. Shh. shh. Uh, No. Bleep that out. No. Did you say Phil's horse name? I did not, because I do not remember it. It's Iron Meriden. Iron Meriden! That's That's the most metal one. Yeah. Okay, so, all joking aside, thank you, Nate. Thank you, Scott. Thank you, Steve. And thank you, Phil. Thank you all for donating to our Patreon and everybody else. What are you doing? Come get a horse. Let's go. Let's do this. Let's let's ride, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and this brings our podcast to an end, similarly to the way that Sugarfoot ended Mrs. Bell. 
Thank you for listening to Horse Girls. If you want to know when new episodes are posted or share your observations of this positively academic podcast, I mean, you heard the vegetable conversation, uh, you can follow us on Facebook at Horse Girls Podcast, Twitter and Instagram at Horse Girls Cast. And if you want to buy some radical shirts and things, singlethoughtconnection.com. <laughs> want to take our relationship to the next level? You know you do. You can become part of our barn at horsegirls.club or patreon.com slash horsegirls, where we have a veritable plethora of things to offer you, like content, but more importantly, horses in the barn. You can also buy some merch at bit.ly slash horsegirlspod. And if you want to find us on other podcasts, uh, you, you can. We do some. Like, if you like D&D, check out the Botched Podcast, which we have referenced multiple times, so you know it's fucking good. Um, or also Dungeons and Draken Beams. And if you like Animorphs, check out Animorphs Anonymous. If you are betwitched by Jenna, check out Jenna's channel at twitch.tv slash jennachill with one L. Oh my god, I've told you 14 goddamn times now. One L. Get it right. Ugh, I'm going to start coming after you in your homes or something. But if you like me, <laughs> can't get enough of Tim's beautiful voice. I cannot. He is voice acted on such podcasts as The Way We Haunt Now, Tunnels, Haunted Hell, House of Horrors, and Horror Shop Radio. And if you think our episode art is hella cute, that's because it is. And it was created by KCD, who writes and illustrates a webcomic called Beside You, which you can read for free at BesideYouComic.com. May the nuts ever stick to your roof. Because the first thing I owned was one of those dicks from Spencer's. <laughs>